The amount of litter is down in the Garden State by 53% since 2004. So what about the other 47%? Making New Jersey litter-free one tire pile at a time. That's coming up on the Jaffe Podcast. You're listening to the Jaffe Podcast, brought to you weekly by Jaffe Communications. Okay, okay. So New Jersey doesn't have such a great reputation for cleanliness, whatever it says on our license plate. But a very different picture were to emerge if you were to look past all those wisecracking stand-up comedians. Want to know the real picture? Talk to Sandy Huber. She's executive director of the New Jersey Clean Communities Council, a nonprofit overseeing litter abatement in all 565 municipalities. Her organization has been collecting and analyzing data on litter in New Jersey for more than a decade, and it's just released its visual litter survey, which was painstakingly compiled by dozens of volunteers. The survey shows a 53% decline in visible roadway litter statewide since 2004. The council is building on that momentum by launching its Other47.com campaign, an awareness and action program designed to create more cleanups around New Jersey. We had the opportunity to sit down with Sandy to talk about the Other47 campaign and explain what it's going to take to put New Jersey's litter problem in the bin once and for all. Sandy, good morning, and thanks for joining us. Good morning, Jonathan. Why don't we uh, just get right into it? Uh, so I understand that last year um, the Clean Communities Council launched a visual litter survey, and I was hoping you could uh, tell our listeners what that survey is and um, and also its relevance because I believe you had an earlier survey in uh, 2004. Well, the visual litter survey is a statewide uh, sampling of litter sites trying to determine the types and kinds and amount of litter in each site. There are 94 sites. We repeated a survey of those same 94 sites that was done in 2004. The reason to repeat it was to compare the progress that we've made in reducing litter. And I understand that th- these types of surveys, are they common um, around other states or is this pretty unique to New Jersey? A visual litter survey is something that's generally done throughout the country, throughout the United States, and even internationally to determine types of litter and those, litter, those types of litter that may be causing the most problems. The very first litter survey was done actually by DEP in 1989, but we didn't have the ability to go back and track those particular sites. So we repeated it in 2004. It's a common practice, but I think that um, the visual litter survey in New Jersey is unique because we involved our network, our Clean Communities Coordinator Network, in collecting data. And all of the data that our coordinators collected was analyzed, evaluated, and compared to contractors' survey. All right, so just so we understand, so back in 2004, there was this visual litter survey, people who fanned out to like 94 different locations around New Jersey, uh, Mm -hmm. and they went to what, like streams, waterways? This was not a waterway project. This was a street litter survey, including municipal, county, and state roadways. I guess the big question is, is what did you guys discover? Well, I'm very excited to announce that we had a 53% reduction in litter. That speaks to the success, I believe, of the uh, Clean Communities Program and all the hard work um, of the towns in New Jersey. Is it education? Is it more receptacles? I mean, what do do you see as the reasons? Well, you know, it's a combination of cleanup efforts, enforcement efforts, and education. But I think what we wanted to say 
is that our volunteers, our clean communities volunteers, <clears throat> throughout the years have um, reduced litter significantly. So what have been some of the uh, major items of litter um, that you've discovered through the Visual Litter Survey? Interesting question, because this was a street litter survey. Tire scraps were the major form of litter. The tire scraps? Tire scraps, yep. Where we hear so much about plastics in the waste stream and on the ground, that, that is surprising, but we have to take into consideration it was a street roadway survey. So it would make sense, you know, that tires would be a, a big part of that. However, in the surveys done by all of the coordinators uh, throughout the state, food waste, throwaways, you know, plastic containers, straws became a bigger part of the, um, of the, way, of the litter. Aluminum cans, plastic bottles? Not so much. Now, the reason for that might be that aluminum cans, say soda, have been replaced by water bottles. So lifestyle becomes a big part of the type of litter you would find on the ground. As a, as a kid growing up in the 1970s, it seemed like cigarette butts were everywhere. Cigarette butts are still, even with all of the, the campaign to reduce smoking, the major form of litter in New Jersey and in the country by item count. What about illegal dumping? Did you see any of that? Yeah, illegal dumping is a big problem in the state. It's a big, big issue in state parks. So it's a tough call now. Clean Communities grant funding can be used to eliminate the problem caused by illegal dumping. And that would mean enforcement efforts, purchase of cameras to catch illegal dumpers, or just simple cleanup. Crews of people, men go, or, and women going out and just cleaning up say, a tire pile. Major, major problem in the state. All right. So we know that litter is down now, 53%. It's certainly something to celebrate. So what is the next step? Well, we want the other 47%, obviously. <laughs> right, right, right. So, we're all, so we're calling on volunteers and, and folks all over New Jersey to help us. We want to increase our volunteer base, increase the number of hours that volunteers put in. And we recognize and honor those people. Um, at our annual conference at the end of the year in May. I'm looking here. So you have a, um, a website, other47.com, uh, where people can go on that website. They can learn about this campaign, and they could also sign up for litter cleanups, uh, I guess, in their areas of the state. Besides getting uh, onto the website and doing cleanups, is there anything else that um, the Clean Communities Council does um, throughout the year as far as um, education? We have a number of educational programs. Of course, our, our biggest audience and our outreach goes to our coordinators in a Rutgers training uh, program that we developed in 2015. Um, and that's an effort to kind of raise the quality and the standards of clean communities throughout the state. But we also reach out to student population uh, with an annual student exchange. We move this, thing, this event all the way around the state. It's a, an effort to bring students together from different cultures, different parts of the state to discuss environmental issues. It's a team-building exercise. It's a problem-solving exercise, and it's about inclusion. It's about bringing all people together to solve a problem. Typically around what ages are they? Usually middle school. Once in a while, we have a high school group, which works out very well, but generally we'll look at middle school. And I do know that you also have every May... Um, you have a big uh, uh, conference, and uh, this year I think it's going to be in Mercer County? Correct. Yeah, we're very excited about this particular um, event, which will be in Mercer County. We kick it off the first day that launch it with a kid's day. We call it Kids Teens Awards, and it'll be in uh, Thunder Park in Trenton with the whole baseball um, theme. 
And uh, then we, at the Mercer County Boathouse, uh, we have a seminar for, educational seminar for our coordinators um, the next day, which is the 23rd of May. And that evening we have our big uh, volunteer uh, awards dinner at the Nassau Inn in Princeton. If folks want to get involved, uh, tell us, like, how should they, uh, what's the best way to contact you and contact the Clean Communities Council? Well, go to the website to begin with, the Other 47 website, and uh, sign up to volunteer. can call our office at um, 609-989-5900, or certainly just go directly uh, to our website at njclean.org, org, and, um, you know, email njcc at njclean.org, and one way or another, we will get back to you. Okay. Well, this this is great. I think that, you know, this is a, a terrific program, and um, certainly congratulations on um, going with a 53% reduction in litter. You know, New Jersey often gets a bad rap um, when it comes to litter, but what we're learning is that, you know, New Jersey is, is uh, very um, misunderstood, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, um, and there's certainly great things that are happening here. And we certainly hope through this visual litter survey and all the uh, – the film that we videos we produce that we will make folks all over the um, world really understand what a beautiful state New Jersey is, and it's not all about litter; it's about the lack of it. With all of this data, and this is absolutely uh, terrific data, is there certain regulatory agencies you report it to? Like, you know, what happens to that data? We submit that data data to the departments of environmental protection and transportation, and we did print and post on our website the results of the survey or report. We mainly use that data to develop solutions to litter problems. So what are we going to do about tire scraps? What are we going to do about plastics in order to keep them, you know, off the ground? Especially the training with coordinators goes back to, okay, a coordinator does a survey and then must develop some solution to that problem, that litter problem that was a result of the survey. Survey a town, and and coordinators and public works folks kind of know where the litter is. Mm -hmm. But then if they take the survey, they have documented research. They can then go back and say, okay, what are we going to do about this litter? Now, you know, a simple answer is you you clean it up in that area. Not so simple is to educate people not to put it down in the first place. Even more difficult is to go back to the producers of that litter, the companies or the businesses, and try to eliminate the problem in that way. Yeah, right from the source. Right from the source. For these clean communities coordinators, it wasn't just about tabulating how many cigarette butts or how many plastic bottles or whatever that they found. It was about finding it, tabulating it, and then coming up with some suggestions on how to keep that litter away uh, in the future. Correct. And um, I think that an interesting thing for us to keep an eye out in 2019 is some of the um, ideas they come back with, what gets implemented, and then what perhaps can be used, you know, in, in other areas of the state. Absolutely. Yeah. And I yeah. look for, that's going to be fun. And, and uh, I hope you will join us again on a, on a future podcast and, uh, and give us a great update because it's going to be interesting to see what, what happens. I'd love to. And thank you so much for having me. We've been speaking with Sandy Huber, who is the executive director of the New Jersey Clean Communities Council. She's uh, launching a campaign this year, other47.com. And you can also certainly reach her through the New Jersey Clean Communities Council and njclean.org. Thank you again, Sandy, for joining us. Thank you so much. The Jaffe Podcast is a production of Jaffe Communications, which is solely responsible for its content. 
episode may not be reproduced or rebroadcast without permission. Our executive producer is Jonathan Jaffe. Our editor and production manager is Josh Frank. And our theme song was composed by David Siste. For more episodes, visit jaffecom.com or find us on Facebook at Jaffe Communications. Thanks for listening. Join us next week.